You should. Breaking news. Miami mall alien spotted. <laughs> What's up, guys? Uh, how's it going tonight? I hope we're live. Please let us know if you can hear us. Uh, welcome to the show. We're live an hour earlier tonight because we are actually live and it's not so late for Aaron over on the East Coast and Foil. So we're happy you guys could make it. Um, we have a lot to get into tonight. We're going to have a lot of fun. And just a reminder, if you're interested in coming to our conference, tickets are for sale. Rebelsofdisclosure.com. We have a great lineup this year. It's uh, less than five months away. We're really excited about it. Going to try and drag foil out of the, the cockpit there where she's at and get her get her over to the conference. So um, you should come, foil. I, I know you, you know I, I, I know. I tell you every year, like, I'm going to be there. I'm going to be there. And then there's some catastrophe or some shenanigans that prevents my attendance. But I do want to be there. I have been greatly considering taking my time to come, like my time from work to come. I would love to do that. There's got to be like a, a there's got to be an underground tunnel that those Jews there, it, it had has man it's the Shalom Shank redemption man they they got the tunnels I can just come right just like I'm sure, sure my truck will just fit right in there it's right planned. there you go right. it's planned and apparently the Jews already got them dug for you so <laughs> that's what we're learning 2024 has been crazy right. already man right I know that's crazy um, already uh. So, yeah, guys, uh, just a few more things about the conference. As you know, the venue itself is sold out, and we get a lot of messages of people worried that they can't find a place. But there's plenty of hotels and Airbnbs nearby. There's never been a problem the past two years. If you know, on the website, we list a number of options, and you can camp. There's, I encourage people camp to on camp on site. It's yeah. a beautiful, the it's beautiful grounds, and and it's all walking distance and. Uh, you know, a few of the conferences that Aaron and I have been to, there was really no other option than camping. And mm -hmm. uh, it's just a fun experience. And we have the bonfires every night and the sky watches. So, you know, it's just going to be a lot of fun. And we hope you guys can make it. And if you can't make it and you're in another part of the world, the live stream passes are also available. And you will be able to ask questions to the presenters at the end of their presentation if they uh, if they do a Q&A. So there's a lot of cool features and all of the in-person tickets come with a live stream pass that has a six month replay on it. So um, if you can't catch it live or if you were at the conference and you want to go back and rewatch it, I mean, there's a lot of options. So rebelsofdisclosure.com, all of that information is below. Actually, I don't know if I put it in the description yet. I think I did already. But anyway. Uh, if not, it'll be in there after the show. So anyway, how's it going, Foil? How's it going, Aaron? What's up, guys? Good. It's fantastic, good. right? I'm 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 very stoked about the the propensity for woo already this year. I think we're looking at a great uh, conspiracy forecast for 2024. I mean, we've already got you know alien mall attacks. We've got you know corpses on the moon. We've got jellyfishes and and and. You know, like I said, the Shalom Shank redemption. Uh, I I'm excited Shalom to see what happens. You know, I'm just I'm Shalom. waiting. Shalom yeah, Shank redemption. It's the, it's the <laughs> redemption. I'm very excited about uh, you know, the Woo forecast for this year. That's that's used, where I'm at. I used yeah. to watch that movie Shawshank Redemption when I was a kid with my mom, and I was always amazed how he how he dug the hole 
through the concrete and right. know, and he had to put a poster <laughs> like, over it. And that battle was like, how did he do that? It was so amazing to me. Bro, when you are determined, you are determined, right. you know? You right. will find a way. And just drop it out of his pockets through his pants mm -hmm. every day, a little bit at a time. Um, so guys, I know everybody on the internet at this point has already covered the Miami Mall incident, whatever you want to call it. And, you know, we figured we will just weigh in on it and give our two cents. And we're going to play some videos. I'm going to share my screen and we're going to, you know, uh, take a look at it and just kind of deep dive into it. We're going to bring in some different perspectives and and we're going to get into some other stuff and just have fun with it. So, it, you know, but we're not going to sit here and tell you what happened because we weren't there. We don't know. But we are going to, you know, dive into this and explore all of the possibilities from the craziest possibilities to the most boring explanation out there that it's just a teenage fight. Um, Teenagers yeah. fighting with sticks. I mean, right. how prosaic, right? Right. They needed a hundred police cars and tons of helicopters for mm -hmm. that. They did. That make, they did. That you, know, you never know. You know, teenagers, those, can, those, those teenagers, they can be teenagers. Crazy. No joke, you know? man. Just, you gotta get the whole police force. snappers. Right. Miami. Right. But I mean, so the interesting thing is, is it kind of reminds me of the snakes on a plane, you know, the, uh, the, the Peru yeah. attacks or whatever that we covered, you know, the jetpack guys, yeah. like it, it's yeah. a sim, it's a similar it's type of story. Jetpack that went miners. Yeah. <laughs> jetpack miners. It was jetpack miners. That was yeah. great. That was that's it. That's actually what it was at Miami. It was jetpack miners. It was. Um, yeah, but yeah. it's it's very similar in the fact that it went viral in a very similar way, and everybody had a video about it. Everybody has their opinion, and and nobody, you know, gets so you get so far removed from the event horizon. Nobody actually knows what even happened, and and it's all speculation. Videos are being removed, and then people are putting fake videos claiming that they were there and they saw this, and then they put a rebuttal mm -hmm. video saying, "Oh, I made that up," and then you have people claiming that. Oh, you know, he was forced. He was, you know, visited by the FBI and they told him to silence and, you know, take back his story. Nobody knows what happened. So we're going to just have some fun with it and see what we can come up with. But first of all, what do you guys think it was? Coyle, you first. I don't you know, go first? man. Uh, <laughs> I think what you said, that's like the theme for the past few years, right? Is to throw so much shit at us that we don't know what is actually going on, right? That's the plan, just to leave us in confusion, right? Just massive confusion. I have no idea what happened there, right? I do. I, I want to believe. I want to believe that there were shadow beings, 10-foot-tall shadow beings at the mall. You know, if you're going to go uh, interdimensionally shopping, why not go to the Bayside Mall in Miami? I can't find a good reason, right? I want to believe that. I don't know, though. I am very confused as to why we needed a citywide alert why every cop in miami had to go for some teens that now there are videos of them brawling right and i get it like they wall out it happens uh but why did you a citywide hundreds of police right right um now people were claiming that there was helicopters, helicopters right people were claiming that there was no like that they had shut down um that, that there was no there was no record of the the, the police calls the scanner I, that was debunked like i actually s saw the heard the actual scanner post during the time that it was like that was actually real like there are some parts of the story that people were saying that there was a power outage within however many blocks and this and that and that was found not to necessarily be true however 
um, to create that level of chaos and to call in that many cops, and then and then for there to be such um, such a melee about what actually happened, I now I really have no idea. I have no idea. Right. Well, that's a great right. analysis. Yeah. Right. And to I me, um, well, so you look at the facts of what happened. So there were tons and tons of police cars, which something big clearly had like all those police cars, all those helicopters. Um, it, it wasn't. And then they tell you it was teens fighting. Like <laughs> It's just like the most obvious lie. Like they weren't even trying. Like to me, that's almost like they're telling you without telling you because like they didn't even try to come up with a believable they did. cover story. They didn't even they try did. to come up with a believable cover story. Oh, it was the teens fighting. They were shooting okay. firecrackers at each other. Well, I mean, it's, it's, it's almost like they wanted everyone to know, hey, this is not what actually happened. Something big, but we can't tell you. But clearly, this is a lie, guys. It was, so that's what I got from it. They wanted us to know something big happened, but they couldn't actually tell us. Well, yeah, and it's interesting because I, I don't know. But how was you, it holograms? Was it real right. ETs or interdimensional beings? The, I at first I thought it was most likely holograms because I'm you know we're all thinking oh Project Blue Bean they're trying to scare us they're trying to do you know these psyops and that would make sense except then I thought about well wait if it was that those things are coordinated with the government with the media. And then it would be a, across the board. They would be like, "Oh, aliens! Oh, aliens! Alien!" Right? They were, but that's not what happened. What happened was they made a fake cover story, and the media went with the fake. Oh, it was teens fighting. Nothing to see here, right? And tried to kind of cover it up and sweep it away. Well, that doesn't line up with if it was blue beam or holograms. The media would be all over that shit, right? They would be they would be running with that, but they right. didn't. That doesn't really line up to me. So I think it was actual. Some kind of ETs or interdimensional beings that weren't supposed to be seen, but they were for whatever reason. And and here's what I have to say about like the, the potential portal, which I'll play a video of that too. Actually, let me just read like the basic report for anybody who just might not know. Um, January 1st, 2024, it was reported. And by the way, it was on the first, like literally the first day. Right. Of the New Year. Literally the first um, day. It was reported that nine to 10 foot tall shadow aliens emerged from a portal inside of the Bayside Mall in Miami. As people panicked and some shot at the creatures, the humanoid aliens were said to begin attacking as they cloaked and shapeshifted. Ooh. Um, the power in the surrounding area was shut off. Airspace above the mall was restricted. The police scanners went dark. Official reports by law enforcement state that a group of teenagers got into a brawl and shot fireworks and the police were called. Around 100 officers arrived along with over 60 patrol cars and helicopters patrolled overhead, but all for a teenage brawl sounds a little suspicious, and many believe there is so much more to the story that meets the eye. Was this brawl a cover story for an actual alien encounter? Could this be the beginning of a Project Bluebeam and the highly anticipated predicted, quote, alien invasion? So that's that. Now, let's just, I, I think we could, just us three right here, if we could all collectively agree that we believe in portals. We think portals are real. And oh possible. yeah. So yep. here's the thing. And I realize this among everybody, like we all believe in this stuff, but when it shows up, we don't believe it because we don't right. expect to see it. We don't expect to see the things that we believe exist. So when a video does surface 
it's immediately has to be fake because it's, it's some sort of cognitive dissonance right. must be fake must be cgi right and but but that's just it it's like why are we calling bullshit on stuff that we know is real and that's why like that's right. where i'm at i'm like maybe we just start looking at this stuff as as like real events you know read it like the tabloids and just take it <laughs> take it i mean it right. is like watching the tabloids in real life but right. um well we also don't want to get caught believing something that is easily falsifiable right either we don't yeah. we, we don't want to just like yes i absolutely believe in portals i believe in shadow beings i believe in alien life i believe the whole the whole gamut of these things i absolutely believe um but i but i also know that they put out they, they they'll push us down a road they want us mm -hmm. to follow a certain track of thinking and and they'll they'll grab certain things and leave other things out and maybe we're not getting the whole story so i just yes, i want all the information like it's possible yeah. because they're showing videos of the teens fighting at the mall well listen if people were shooting at shooting at these aliens or shooting fireworks it is possible that in the commotion in the scramble the fights broke out like that is completely reasonable right mm -hmm. so right. they could have grabbed that push that as the narrative it was just a fight well maybe it wasn't just a fight like we don't know we don't right. know you know but i but i also believe that there are people like you know i love tiktok i love me some tiktok uh but they'll jump on it like that like the dude that initially came out and i was with my girl and we went down to miami and we were vacationing or whatever whatever and i was in there and they were sliding all over the place like is he t did he just jump on this for clout was he trying to be funny did he really retract his story because the government came and told him to pull it down like who we don't know we don't know right, right. so right. and it was what i my very first initial thought was interagency operation i felt like it was some sort of like intentional release of these beings like as an experiment or or to push some fear narrative but then it gets totally debunked and on all levels you know so i'm like okay well maybe um maybe they don't maybe that wasn't it because if the mainstream media mm -hmm. was saying you know like you said earlier they would have ran with the fear they, they would have they would have ran with the fear um, so it. that was my initial thought like some sort of interagency operation you know or maybe it was and and just it was unbeknownst to everyone and some or, or sometimes we're, we might be caught in the middle of a shadow war. Here's what it reminds me of: an episode of Fringe. We're watching an I episode Fringe. of Fringe yes. right now, right? Best show ever. And all of that, like, can you imagine, like, an episode and how how they go and it's the craziest thing, and then they have a cover story, and they're like, "Oh, can don't... we get Walter Bishop on the case? Like, please, yeah. can we get him on the case? That's all Where's I need." Where's Walter Bishop? Where yeah. is Walter Bishop? Where's Peter and Olivia? What would <laughs> right. Walter Bishop do? So. But if right. think, about, think about that though, and like they'll, they even like joking, jokingly say in the show about how like it's amazing what the public will believe, and they'll just throw like some mundane mm -hmm. cover story, and everyone just like, oh yeah, the building blew up last night, haha, -ha, you know, and that's it, and they have no idea that some shapeshifter came in from another universe and tried to kill three people, and they were stopped by you know bolt of right. lightning, whatever. Right. Like the craziest thing happened, but <clears throat> it gets because those things aren't real. People well, won't believe that, and they'll believe whatever cover story you throw. The problem oh, okay. is that people still think things like portals are magic. This right. isn't magic. No. This is no. science. Okay, it's it's expanded right. science. It may be fringe science, but this is based on just like. 20 years ago, 30 years ago, everybody would have cried about the idea of directed energy weapons. 
bro. Yeah. They've got them on naval ships. Like they, they, they can. Yeah. They, they, you know, what? there's the, there's the whole Havana city. Like, come on now, this is hey. a totally a thing. Right. Go, go if we could travel back in time a hundred years and take your phone with you. Your, yeah. Your be burned as everyone a witch. would. Everyone would think it's magic, or yeah, or you're a witch, or yeah, like you're clearly from the future because, or you're an alien. But people still think. This is this is this is outside of the realm of possibility. Right. And I don't even look at things as outside of the realm of the possible. I look at things as is it is it within the realm of the probable or the improbable. I don't even discount things in whole anymore. It's either probable or improbable. But that does not make it impossible. You feel and me? If it were if there were five cop cars, I would probably not even look twice at this. I'm like, yeah, that's you know nothing. I don't know. It was just such a grand show. Anyway, I'm going to share my screen, and uh, well, unless you want to say something else, Aaron, but I'm going to share my screen, and we're going to we can go through some of this stuff. Um, no, and th that so there were gunshots heard in on uh, some of the videos too, right? Yeah, mm -hmm. like you could hear gunshots, right? So why would there be <laughs> unless they said they were shooting? They were shooting fireworks at each other. Those like if fireworks. this is a teen brawl, then those are gunshots. No, right. those were right? gunshots. Yeah, no, those are. I mean, choose your story, media. Like, right. come right. on now. Well, and what's go. the name of that kid that 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 black guy you shared the video? Um, oh yeah, he covers the Galactic Federation stuff a lot. He was he, uh, King Cat King Cash or I'm yeah, King, King Cash. yeah. His coverage was hilarious. He's like, yeah. he's like. Everybody was running. He's like, grandmas was running. People was getting out of wheelchairs and running. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's hilarious. Um, grandmas was running. Yeah, it right. was so funny. But he was like so passionate about it. He's like, like people yeah. getting out of wheelchairs and running. <laughs> um, all right, so I'm going to share my screen. I think I have an answer for what it is. Share sound. Oh, yeah. This <laughs> Yes. So, uh, what were y'all doing in Miami? Huh? What were y'all doing in Miami? Miami? Don't play stupid with me. There are reports that there were aliens at the Bayside Mall in Miami. What were y'all doing in Miami? Sir, I don't think that was yes. us. That wasn't us this time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, uh -uh, it that be. wasn't us. We are in the mall. Bitch, why I just got some shoes from Coach that was three fifty four? I thought they was two ninety nine. Child, you know Earth got taxes. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we out here in Miami looking for the hoochie daddy. <laughs> what? Is everybody screaming, child? Sir, I'm pretty sure ain't nobody see us. So as we running, we look back and we notice some weird shapes taller than me i'm six foot two uh, first, first uh, of all uh, first of all he lying i'm like five three <laughs> <laughs> and i and i'm only five five so i don't know what he's talking and, about and plus we already abducted that nigga. where he at back there that's the wrong nick <laughs> <laughs> oh my god yes right i don't even know how to get back out of this screen um that's i i saw that earlier i'm man. sold yeah that's I'm sold that, <laughs> i'm sold so well, I, I needed to see all right show's over that, that's <laughs> right mystery solved whatever right. mystery solved um good night everyone so oh yeah well there's another video i want to play but i mean 
just why can't why won't this blow up like for a teenage brawl right 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 that i mean that, that picture that, that alone that picture alone says it all right that's now it. It was literally like the entire miami police force that's, you, that's crazy a citywide alert and like all you, of y'all gotta come can you see my cursor on here or not yeah Okay, this is the area right here where that one video was shot and it was like that wispy thing moving. I've looked at a number of camera angles of that and it's pretty much, in my opinion, clearly two people walking. And the, and the main video that everybody sees is actually mirrored for some reason. And mm. there's, another, there's another video which is a different angle and you can even see two people right there. So, yeah. For like sure. that wispy thing, I really do think was people walking. Um, it just makes sense. If it was something I felt like you would have seen them surrounded. Uh, anyway, I got to figure out how to go back on this thing. Yeah, see, the weirdest thing to me isn't like like that that video with the little wispy thing. Like that, conf like that misconstrues the situation. The weirdest part of this entire thing was... The citywide alert, man. Not a few of y'all come. Not some of y'all. All of y'all got to come to the mall. All the cops. Right. Every one of y'all to cops. the mall right now. For what? Right. And here's Something the... really, really, really big happened that they're not telling us. That's what. So here's that portal footage, which I find very interesting. Um, There's got to be a way to just click on this. portals and shape-shifting interdimensional aliens at the Miami Mall? Well, new footage showing a portal opening up inside the mall and people running. So was there actually guns being shot at these, uh, these aliens or was there actually fights going on? The amount of cops that showed up was just shocking. So a lot of people don't actually realize that we are actually not even existing in a 3D world anymore. The planet has fully been in the fourth dimension since last year, which means the underworld has collapsed. The astral plane is right here on the surface of the planet. This is what Ascension is all about all these veils to other worlds, other dimensions collapsing and allowing multi-dimensionality to exist right here in the human body. But a lot of these, of course, are could be Project Bluebeam, could be a lot of holograms being created to try to see what would happen in the public. I have to realize that the astral plane is here right now and people's biggest fears are being manifested in real life, in the physical. Um, I'll just keep going. I have lots of videos on Earth 1111 talking about all of this, including who are these aliens? Are they demons? Are they something negative? Anyway, I just really wanted to show the portal, really, but I just figured I'd let it play. Um, let's go back and look at that portal one more time. Portals and shape-shifting... Actually, I'm going to go slow here. So, obviously, like, that person fell. Like, watch the people's reactions. That's what I'm looking at. Like, the person that falls there, that's like... 
kind of what you do if you're literally scared and your legs give out. Right. So it disappears. Somebody said that looks like the Doctor Strange portal, which it does. It does look like the Doctor Strange portal. But those people also look like they're trying to, um, like they're investigating something for sure. Right. right. Now, who knows? This could be a completely fabricated CGI video. We don't know. Man, that we never know anymore. Right. It's, uh, it's only going to get worse. Right. And then there's a bunch of videos of portals like... Portals and shape-shifting interdimensional aliens. There's a bunch the of Mayan... videos of the... Um, uh, the creature, like you can see this picture here. Like, I don't know where these videos come from. That's just, that's my thing. So someone DM me this video, which is an interview in Spanish. And then it shows this video. So I'm just showing you a little bit of what the guy's talking about, but everything that happened in Miami, we got to stay curious. I'm not sure about this though, but check out the interview. 30 patrullas de un helicóptero andaban siguiendo en la noche de Miami a esta criatura. I'm definitely shooting and what running if that think? thing shows up. I mean, obviously the quality is always bad, but like how can you recreate that? That looks like a a lizard demon alien. Caminan cuatro patas y tiene una cola muy al estilo de los aliens de las películas. Sigourney Weaver. Y pues bueno. Is this a movie? Is bueno, this footage sabe, from a movie? Montañas, pero pues yo sí creo que existen. A lo mejor los videos que tenemos todos son falsos, pero de que existen, existen. Is this footage from a movie? Comment below and let me guys know what's going on in Miami. Right. Is it from a movie? So, you can post basically any picture or video of anything right now and slap Miami on it, and people won't know where it originated from. And that's kind of where I'm at with this stuff. Like, maybe like people were seeing this creature, or maybe that's from something uh, a completely different event. Um, what are your thoughts on that creature, Foyle? I would be terrified. I don't care if it's nice or not. I would absolutely be terrified. That's for sure. I mean, I, I don't know, man. Do I, I believe the veil is thin? I believe people are seeing crazy things. I believe that we have some weakness in the dimensional barriers, to be sure. Um, I mean, I know what I've seen. It has been weird. Just just the things that I've had to deal with have been weird. Uh, you know, I can't speak to that creature, but I know that if that thing showed up, yeah, there'd definitely be a, a reaction from me, for sure. So, well, let's move on to the next one. Uh, that's the portal. Okay, so this is, this is a, I guess, a tweet from somebody. I was at the mall. I was at the Miami mall yesterday, and the government is lying. There were no kids fighting. Everyone started panicking because these great creatures were walking around. They didn't make any noises or sounds, but... But stared and watched you move. I tried to take a video, but whatever that means. Um, they grounded all flights for a period of time yesterday. They shut down police scanners in Miami area for hours. It wasn't intentional. They had no choice. Whatever these creatures were or are interfere with electronics. Why is there no video of this fight they're talking about? 
I guess I did see there is videos of the of fights now, but again, maybe those are like old recycled videos too. We don't even know if that's a current video. Yeah, or people fight. were just running in pandelirium and and fights and pe you know somebody steps on somebody, somebody hits somebody else, and then suddenly there's a fight. You know, I mean that's completely probable too. Right, right, and I mean it's just it's the most probable explanation if they're gonna have a cover story. You know, I don't maybe not, but. I mean, that doesn't discount that there was a precipitating event that made everybody run, you know. Right. It's not a, for the response of the police cars and the helicopter, it's not a. Yeah, I mean, sorry, it's not that's a the craziest part of this. It's the ridiculous right. explanation. Um, so actually, I'm going to play a clip. It's a couple minutes, if you guys are down for it, of Sherry Divband um, talking about what she saw when she she viewed this. And it, it's more of the dimensional aspect, interdimensional aspect possibility. So um, we'll hear what Sherry has to say here. I think it's actually really interesting. The, the veil is becoming more and more thin. And when the veil becomes more and more thin, portal more portals are opening and activating. There's a lot more vortexes of energy. I don't want to talk too much about the um, the event i'll call it in miami because i don't want to get my channel taken down because they don't want us talking about it right now but what i will say is that a lot of people have been saying um you know blue beam blue beam yes it could be that technology or others um but but when i tapped into it what i felt like immediately it was just so clear to me was that there are so many portals of energy and bleed throughs of different dimensions all over the place and if there's heightened activity, especially in the cities um, or certain hotspots where there's the technology or the towers or et cetera, or government facilities, et cetera, when there are these hotspots, there's the potential for these portals to open or the veil to become thin and there are bleed throughs between dimensions. So imagine us wandering into a different dimension inadvertently um, just because we are walking in the woods and we just happen to go through a portal and we're in another dimension, didn't we? Didn't seek out to do it; it just occurred. Um, I that can also happen in the reverse. So there are, you know, um, other dimensional, interdimensional beings that I think inadvertently uh, were in our reality, and that's why they were not threatening. And when they were being shot at, they just were able to teleport or move and they didn't harm anyone. And a lot of eyewitnesses talked about how they were almost an observation, you know, like like seemingly interested in the people that they were seeing and watching them. Um, but they were relatively or seemingly um, non-threatening. Now, as we get more information, we'll obviously know more. So this is just me tapping into it um, almost immediately. And I just felt like, oh, that this was an interdimensional kind of a bleed through situation. I don't think it was the technology that everyone's talking about. This again, this is my opinion. Don't get mad at me. I don't want to debate anyone. I'm just giving my two cents um, because if it were, they wouldn't be trying to hide it so much and they wouldn't have closed down. Exactly. airports and there wouldn't be black helicopters everywhere if they wanted us to be scared through that some sort of technology or a fake invasion they would have broadcast it so that we would have a collective fear throughout i mean but and yeah that's it so if you guys want to see the full video she had it's on her um youtube channel sherry divband her most recent video it's like an hour long and this is towards the end of it 
Um, but I got her permission to share this little clip because I thought it was, I thought it was great. And I do think that's a likely possibility. Yeah. And that lines up exactly with what, um, Elizabeth April got as well as that's exactly she said the exact same thing. She said it wasn't holograms. It was actual interdimensional beings that normally can do that type of thing and not be seen. But she said, because the veils are thinning and because of the, the heightened, uh, solar flare activity, solar activity, it uh it made it made our frequency high enough that they were seen basically yeah and, and everyone flipped out obviously and then the, that's what happened so it wasn't intentional and that's why they weren't they weren't attacking anyone like she said they were non-threatening because they're normal they're just observing she said the beings do this all the time they just observe us they study us they watch humans they're they're allowed to do this um but normally they're not seen and they're not used to being seen and then that time they were accidentally seen basically and wasn't mm. supposed to happen you know oh we're constantly sharing space oh yeah you know we're constantly oh, yeah. sharing space oh yeah exactly so this is what i think are actually two people walking this is a mirrored video and the other video is much clearer and not mirrored and you can because the people are actually walking from right to left uh so I, I definitely think that's just two people walking. But, yeah, that looks like just two people walking. But that's the one that you know everyone's using for thumbnails and stuff. Yeah. Um, I don't even know what this... Oh, that's the, the jellyfish thing. So the, the last thing we haven't talked about, I'll stop sharing my screen temporarily here, is um, the reverse coordinates. Yes. And so what's really interesting about this, and Jessica Jones might be joining the live tonight guys if she's if she's done with her show and and she might hop on and share her results with us because the, it's very true uh the coordinates are reversed if you flip the coordinates south and west you get the center of antarctica from the miami mall which which one person's explanation was oh they put in the wrong coordinates when they were going through the portal and they ended up in the mall instead of antarctica like they got them backwards or something um, but so Barry Littleton, um, she assigned, she gave Jessica Jones, I mean, she, he gave Jessica Jones a blind target and she had no idea that it, it was the mall that she was remote viewing at the mall incident. So she remote viewed that and just shared her results on her channel right before we went live. And, uh, she might actually be joining us to share those results. But what I did was I knew Barry already tasked her with the coordinates. So I tasked her with the reverse coordinates, but he, I don't, Barry didn't task her with the coordinates. He assigned numbers to it. So when I sent her to reverse coordinates, she had no idea what she was looking at. And her results were very interesting. Um, it was a completely blind target, but it would indicate that she was in Antarctica. And it was really, it was, that, that was the most curious part about, about it, you know, because for one, it kind of verifies her remote viewing. But um, she might be coming on here, hopefully, in, in a few minutes to share uh, her results with us, which um, I'm still waiting on her to text me back. But uh, what are you guys' thoughts on that? So what's crazy about the those reverse coordinates is from what I saw, because I saw somebody posting this on, on Twitter, it's not just like a random Antarctic snowfield. There's actually some kind of research station there. Really? There were there were 
you know, the little dome tent thing set up there. And like, it wasn't, it wasn't big like McMurdo or whatever, but it was some little substation at, at those coordinates, or at least that's what I saw on Twitter. And you know, if it's on Twitter, it must be true. But I thought that was interesting. Yeah. So maybe that, I mean, anything's possible. I wouldn't, maybe they it. were trying to get down trying there to... and they showed up in Miami and people were like, <laughs> was it an accident like... though? Or did somebody do it on purpose? <laughs> You know, right. can you imagine Either being way. the alien or, or the being like, man, how did we even get here? This is not where we are. Look, why are these people <laughs> freaking out like this? Like, like, somebody this do something. Like right. Face. <laughs> so, like, you what? know, it's, it's such an interesting time because there's so many things, not just like portals opening and UFOs everywhere now. And like the, the amount of videos and sightings are off the charts. Uh, it's mm -hmm. either the veil is thinning or two realities are merging and like there's bleed through like Sherry was talking about, which I think is highly likely. Oh, and for sure. Along with that, if there's a lot of like Tartaria stuff, the ancient structures around the world, there's like these weird glyphs and the lake beds and these things that I'm just looking at these th people sharing this stuff. And I'm like, how, how did no one know about this stuff for the longest time? And all of a sudden here's this massive thing, you know? And I'm one, I, it's almost like they're just popping into our reality. It, it's almost like reality is emerging. And I wonder if that's just how disclosure is going to be. Like, it's just going to keep showing up. And next thing you know, one day it's just all going to be real because it's just like in, it's now part of our reality and no one's actually going to come out and disclose it. It's just going to oh, be. Oh, I huge. believe that. I don't think yeah. we're going to get some statement aliens landed on the White House lawn. No, it's just going to be piece by piece. And things just so we become slowly accustomed to whatever it is until it's like old hat, you know? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to come story. from a top. It's not going to come from like a top down hierarchical like governments have to tell us that, like when are the governments ever? Would you trust it that way anyway? But, right. Like they all they care about <laughs> is power and control. And they're not going to tell us anything that that threatens their power and control. It's that right. simple. So why would they ever, ever, ever tell us the truth about unless it somehow benefits that and them? Um, it's not going to happen. It's going to make governments obsolete. It, it, like disclosure is going to happen. And it's going to make their whole system obsolete because now we don't need we don't need, you know, we'll, we'll come up with a better system. That's not what we have currently where uh, governments and media and education system tells us what they want us to believe. And then we disbelieve it. And. No, it's like we're all going to just start figuring out the truth for ourselves. And then we're going to start ETs are going to start eventually living among us, in my opinion. And then we're going to be able to start traveling elsewhere in the galaxy ourselves. And I mean, it's going to become commonplace. They kind of they already are living among us. And they already are. Right. right. And the but it's going to become a well-known. Everyone's going to know it, not just a small, small, small percentage. And the reason Foyle has never been to any of these events is because she's literally in space right now in that cockpit. It's not just a the background. This motherfucker right here is not real. Um, okay. Yeah. This no, you're actually there. That's right here. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So we're going, going to uh, shift gears into the jellyfish UFO, which is also very interesting. Um, let me, yeah, that's fine. Can you guys see that? Mm -hmm. so i'm just gonna play this video and you know jeremy jeremy corbell like what you said off camera foil like you know it's it's hit or miss with what he covers but in in this case i do think he's right and a lot of the people he's interviewed and talked to like i this seems to be one of the most verifiable 
sightings. Um, one of the best, actually, we've had in a while. Yeah, seems legit. And this isn't the first time this jellyfish has shown up. filmed on a weapons platform. You see that there's a dog there. See the animals are black. I'm assuming this is black hot. You see the object just went to white and you'll see it going from white to black, white to black. And that's basically showing the heat differentials. So it's going like hot and cold, hot and cold. The problem was the optics platform was jammed. These individuals who target with these platforms, they can shoot out an Al-Qaeda tire at 27 miles away, but not being able to lock it was one of the first signs that something's weird. I was able to find direct eyewitnesses and corroborate that this event did happen. When individuals would target in on it with the optics, the way it was described, each of these hanging things, they were stiff, like they weren't moving. They had geometric form, like scales, what it was said to be scales, like an armor. There were also people with night vision who were out and they were tasked to, to go look for it, couldn't see it on the night vision, only in the thermal spectrum could it be seen. That's interesting. But anything that looks like that appears to have a payload, that's a big deal. It could be dangerous, so these are high priority. But what happened is there were a couple other nations involved and the feeds were shut, just shut immediately. So that put me on high alert too. Why is it completely being shut down? But that's not all it did. goes out over a body of water. I'm told it stops on a dime, descends into the water, stiff into the water. And for 17 minutes, nothing. And boom, this thing comes up out of the water and shoots off at 45 degrees, just like that. I know you're laughing about the 17 minutes. Boro. You know I was. I've seen it. <laughs> um, so... <laughs> It's interesting because my friend Katie, if you guys remember the episode we just did with Katie in the chorus, um, she was in Colorado recently and she saw one of these things. And she's like, Have you, what do you know about like a jellyfish or a squid type of craft? And she drew it. And I was like, I don't know. It almost looked like something like the drone from Star Wars or something like, uh, right. you know, Empire Strikes Back in the, in the snow. And then when this came out, she flipped out. She's like, that's it. That's that's what I saw. Like, that's what I saw. Right. So she started doing um, some digging. And I'll read that story in a minute. But there there have been jellyfish sightings for going all the way back to biblical times. Jellyfish UFO sightings. Um, flying jellyfish. Halifax Evening News. July 1st, 1954. Uh and one larger machine, a flying jellyfish, which appeared to change shape constantly. That's from a report in 1954. <clears throat> this is from 5,000 years ago, a, a pictograph. It's not petroglyph. This is technically a pic pictograph of, I don't know, what appears to be some sort of a jellyfish-looking UFO from 5,000 years ago. Um, right here in this depiction of Christ on each side of 
him as some sort of jellyfish looking craft. And then this is another report of the 1954 flying jellyfish. So there's just so, and then Foyle, didn't you say there were some other videos that you found? Bro, yeah. Were... Poland, Turkey, California, all the same thing. And then do you remember when I used to tell you all the time, we need to talk about Russian UFOs. We need to talk about one of the biggest UFO cases in Russia uh, was a depiction of a giant jellyfish-like craft. Really? Like they're all over the, all over the world. Yeah. <clears throat> and it's weird, like weird, strange, but not that it's literally dating back thousands of years. And it makes mm -hmm. you wonder what, like, this isn't just some, mm -hmm. I don't know. It's not just some gray drone or something, right? This is, this is an actual, like, it almost seems sentient mm -hmm. in itself. It, it's like, yeah, it's either its own species or it, like you said, it looks like the drones in Star Wars. It could be a drone used by a certain ET species that's like going around observing, you know, or whatever. Well, that and they like you. You see immediately they try to debunk it. Oh, it's 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 bird shit on the lens. It's a smear on the lens. Like it's right. that's no. no. It's an it's an independent object. Like, come on. Like it's People, an independent object. It doesn't stay. Yeah. It's not in the same when you're looking at the frames. It's not always in the exact same position where if it was right. something on the lens, that's what it would be. It's not like that at all. Like it clearly has its own independent space that it's occupying. Like, right. You know, but they immediately people, jumped to debunk those people that just don't want to believe it. That that's the first thing that comes to their mind. They're like, oh, that's of it. Course. Yeah. The, the Green Street done. guy on Twitter, I think, was one of them, you know. And. What did they say? Like it was the thermal that would pick it up, but not the night vision. Right, right. Mm -hmm. Which, thermal, which is even not... more interesting. Right. So there uh, you go. Which reminds me of those. What are those glasses called? Dicenium glasses. Remember that? that I, yeah, dicelium. How you say it? Yeah. I know. Here, I can I can find it really quick. Um, that basically makes the they live glasses where you can see into the right, right, right. Uh, dice. Di, uh, Dicenian, Di, Dicenian, I don't know, whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> However you pronounce it. Uh, but anyway, yeah. So that was what's interesting is I don't, it's either that or something else. I think it was they were using that in the scopes during the Vietnam War. Did you hear this story? And the guys were having PTSD from what they were seeing through that glass. It wasn't showing up in the night vision. It wasn't showing up in the uh, with their naked eye, but it was through this like thermal dicenian glass, however you say it. Um, they they were seeing other entities, like another realm. They were seeing into another realm, and the one guy described seeing a giant pile of dead bodies and like these like spirits like dragging bodies into the pile, but there was nothing there in our reality. And mm -hmm. other guys were like running for their lives because they were seeing into another reality. Oh, yeah. But it, was all, it was all negative stuff. And and I think it was that same glass. But it, it's really interesting that like the, the thermal picks it up, but not the night vision. Uh, and it's something with that infrared that lets you see. Like, remember he said, Aaron, he would have yeah. the infrared light. Infrared spotlight. Yeah. So and the infrared said, spotlight, you don't perceive it with your with our visible spectrum. Yeah, but thank he, you for bringing that up because that's proof right there. Because at, when we already said he put the infrared spotlight onto the field, 
And the combination of that with the military grade night vision goggles, we were seeing thousands and thousands of orbs flying all over that field, but only with that spotlight, right? You right. take the spotlight away, the, the orbs, most of the orbs go away. You don't see them with the night vision. They're gone. You don't just see them. The night vision it had to be the combination of that spotlight and the night vision. And that's exactly what he said. He's like, that allows you to, to see into the fourth dimension, just and like those glasses. It, it was literally like, like full on air traffic orbs. It was, mm -hmm. I, I was, oh, it was nuts. I've never yeah. seen anything like it in my life. And not only were they flying through the sky, they were going into the earth and out of the earth. They're just passing through. Yeah. They were, they were flying yeah. into the earth and coming out. Oh, yeah. Wow. And thousands, but, thousands, but it was only in the field, in the beam of the infrared right. light. Right. So there's something there. And, you know, I think obviously our military and governments know, I'm, I'm sure they have glasses just like they live. They allow them. And that was the, they think that they live glasses were inspired by these glasses because what the guy claimed was that he he noticed that some people didn't have an aura. He noticed that it allowed mm. him to see people's auras, but then he noticed some people didn't have an aura and it made him start questioning if these people were real or not. And I, they almost wonder if that's what the movie would ins inspired at least that part of the movie. I'm, right, yeah, he said Diocletian. Know. Is that the word? Diocletian lens? Yeah, well, it's here's how it's spelled: D I C Y A N I N. I'm not touching that. Dicenin. Hold on, what is it again? D. Right, say it one more time. D I C D I C Y A N I N. Dicenin. Dicenin die. Yeah. Dicenin die. Sorry, guys. We probably people are probably know how to pronounce it. <laughs> Got it. Finally, <laughs> people are like screaming at us. It's Dicyanin. Right. <laughs> we have no idea. Right. We're dumb. We have no idea. No. Yeah. And, Dicyanin. Uh, yeah. So anyway, it's so people are saying NPCs. Yeah, the people with no RS are are those the NPCs that we hear right. about? Possibly. Um, that would make sense. Certainly seems to be enough of them around. Right. It seems to be a lot of them. Right. Uh, so I, yeah, I buy the jellyfish. Now he put out something today, the chandelier UFO. I'm not sold on that. Like, I don't know if you guys saw that one yet, but that looks like mm -hmm. it, you can see the smoke plume squiggling up to it. And then it looks like some sort of a flare like that. Oh, yeah. I don't know about that one. But this jellyfish business, I'm absolutely sold on, especially because like the videos from Poland and the video from the one in Turkey, like you, it, it's, it's the same thing. You know, it's absolutely the same thing. Right. So I'm reading that, that account of the, of the uh, jellyfish from 1951. It's really, the, it's the blue lady holding an infant story, like some blue angelic lady and this jellyfish came up but it was very much of like it's it has like biblical ties it seems to be tied around like it shows up in you know these biblical scenes obviously i, I just wonder if it's some something way more advanced than we even really understand well i will say that i did see some speculation that this jellyfish thing almost mimics the description of the seraphim in the bible <laughs> interesting what, how is the seraphim described in the Bible? Not, they're not like the, the angels, biblical, like biblically accurate angels. They're not 
humans with wings. They're terrifying creatures. Eyes all over them, spinning orb with eyes on them, glowing things, not people with wings, okay? Uh, and, and the seraphim are described almost in, in a similar way. I mean, they, I can see, I, I don't even, let me, because I don't want to misquote here. Uh, but I can see where it would be like the like that jellyfish thing hold on well yeah i mean i i don't disagree with that i think it's possible you know the modern depiction of an angel you know where did that actually stem from so, so it, it, okay three pairs of wings but one wraps around and covers its face right the second sticks down and covers its feet, and then the third sticks out and helps it fly. So if you can imagine, like, wings wrapped around, I guess, wings, for lack of a better word, wrapped around, sticking down, and then something projecting to help it navigate. Right. Maybe. You Maybe. Mm-hmm. But um, definitely not a human with wings. Yeah, yeah. And I've heard that, too. I've, I've actually heard... Who do we... We had um, a guy a long time ago. We we actually talked about this on an episode, and I can't think of his name. You you might remember him, but um, he had the he talked about the Bhagavad Gita a lot. Well, um, yeah, the Ophanim. Yeah. So the yeah. Ophanim are the actual wheels of the Lord's chariot, the Merkaba. Okay. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know they had four wheels, had rims, they had spokes, and their rims were full of eyes surrounding yeah. them. Okay, many there the the many-eyed ones, right? Right, right. So mm -hmm. not at all what we think of, you know. Just to throw Bible into this discussion, of course, but you know, hey, it always comes up. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna share my right. screen again. Or you were you gonna say something, Aaron? No, no, no. Go for it. We're gonna play real or fake, and not not like <laughs> we haven't been doing that the whole time anyway. Right. right. Isn't but, that what we've already been doing? Right. right. Okay, so I came across this video and I've watched it a hundred times. Uh, I'm gonna play it once at full speed, then we're gonna slow it down. And if you don't know what to what you're looking for, you're looking for a very large figure that appears during a lightning strike. Oh, holy fucking shit, guys! Did you see that? Wow! Yeah. I'll play it again, it, once again, at full speed, then we'll slow it down. Oh, holy fucking shit, guys. Holy fucking it shit. It looks like guys. he's wearing a robe and has a cane. Yeah, somebody said, it's Moses. It's um, Moses, right. Right. So here, I'm, I'm going to scrub this very slowly. Now, if we're talking about bleed through of realities right now, if if this isn't a hoax, then I think that's exactly what we're looking at. If this isn't a hoax, he shows up. Come on there. OK, let's go slow. Obviously, a gigantic. Being with a cane. Yeah. Right there. Look at that. That's terrifying at all. <laughs> right. <laughs> Like, like you even see the like rope coming down off his arm, right? Like I'm like, what am I looking at? And like, I mean, this could probably and... so so easily be faked, I'm sure, and we don't know what to right. believe. But right. you know, it's 
it makes you think. I mean, it really. But there is a reaction from an individual on the video, which gives right. it a little more credence in my book because you'd have to fake that too. But or this put it together with a video, you know. You know, a lot of people say like the Atlantis, Lemuria, all those past civilizations that, you know, there maybe a version of them died off, but another version of them shifted frequencies and they, they're still existing mm -hmm. in another yeah. realm. Yeah. And if really, if things, if the universe is falling apart right now or bleeding through, uh, you know, Mer merging and, the dimensions, merging, and we do get a glimpse into other realities. I mean, who, who's to say that there aren't beings walking around on this planet, this size in another room? exactly there could be right. melody said it. blue beam jesus oh don't not the blue beam jesus <laughs> oh, holy fucking shit guys and that's all you need to know it's like um, you see him take a step right yeah it's somebody walking i mean it's what it looks like all right so foil it's your turn to tell us about these moon this moon situation the moon, the moon corpses. This was brilliant. Um, yes. Did I did I send anything on it? So you actually had sent me uh, a screenshot. You, you sent me, yeah. You sent me a few things, and I have links here. So if you want to reference any of these, well, you had sent me a screenshot talking about yes. Mexico, Mexico's first launch, the Peregrine Lander, whatever, whatever, right? So this is actually a company, um, a company that was launching. So it wasn't just. You said there were like little robots. They were. It was carrying scientific payloads as well. Uh, oh, yeah. The Navajo were big mad about this. And, you know, oddly enough, they got their way because this was a total catastrophe. So this astrobotic company launched on Monday uh, towards the moon this rocket and it was carrying it it separated into two different stages now one stage was carrying the remains of gene roddenberry and major barrett and and some other you know a bunch of other people cremated remains and it was supposed to go into continuous orbit around the sun i assume until the orbit decays and it crashes into the sun and then it's you know curtains for that apparently and the second stage was supposed to veer off and go and make a soft landing on the moon and dispense these payloads, some of which were scientific, including these little, these little tiny robots to the lunar surface, but also cremated remains of other people, including some remains apparently from George Washington and some other famous figures, right? They wanted to start this moon rest burial program thing, right? Well, the, that stage of the rocket had extreme problems where it was leaking fuel and they weren't able they aren't able to have a soft landing so it's either going to overshoot its target and just keep going because they've been messing with the algorithms for days uh or it's going to crash into the moon right um which is crazy and the navajo were mad right the navajo filed all manner of protests and and petitions to stop this launch saying the moon is sacred space we don't want it up there and then oddly enough that's the part that didn't make it Right? But they really are trying to just put human remains on the moon. You know, you can pay a whole bunch of money and get your get your corpse launched into space. That's what we're doing in 2024. That's crazy to me. <laughs> right. And obviously, yeah. I mean, you know, for a long time, I've there's been uh, an actual program company out there where you can have your ashes launched into orbit and. Uh, for, for like thousands of dollars if you want to you know instead of dumping your ashes into the ocean ocean you could have them launched into orbit 
And allegedly. Just, allegedly. Or you could just be giving them the, the 50 grand and they tell you they're launching your ashes. Yeah, exactly. Orbit. They send you a certificate in the mail. Oh, like, I got a certificate. It's official yeah. then. That makes it completely legit. Yeah. I got the certificate to prove your, it. Your father is now happily orbiting our planet. Oh, I feel so much better now. Thank you for that. Um, but obviously the Navajo Nation is going to object. I mean, that's... In, what what, a, what an insane, stupid idea. Like right, right. now... Of all the issues and all the crises that are happening all over the planet, and we're doing this, like it just let's just it, go pollute some other shit for a while, right? I'm sure it's I'm sure it's fine. This is fine, but they, but they won't release fine. any any of the tech that you know they're keeping from us that we can actually go right. to the moon really easily or other no, planets. No, or, no, no. You know why right, would they do that? Know, free energy. Why would they do that? Why in why the world? Would they ever do that? You know, right? I said it's, it's a Roomba. It. it did look like they were just launching a bunch of Roombas up there, didn't it? Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, get, right. Clean up some <laughs> of that moon. <laughs> right. Moon Roombas. Moon Roombas. I mean, there's a lot I of moon dust. There's a lot there of moon is. Dust. Somebody's got to clean that shit up. All right. So they know about the tunnels. Oh, these, boy. Me these memes have been killing me, but it's actually not funny. I mean, it's not. Yeah. It's so it's funny. like, it doesn't surprise me. And even in the slightest, like, have you seen some of the videos of the fight in that building with the with the officers? It's like they got busted. You know, they got busted. And uh, allegedly the tunnels were one of the tunnels led to a children's museum. And they were uh, like small children's sized mattresses. They were, you know, soiled. And there is there was pretty much there was a high chair down there I saw. Right, right. So, I mean, they busted something. Like, thank God. Like, yeah, the, the truth, obviously, you can't hide forever right now. We're moving into the age of transparency. So things like this are going to surface. But, um, I mean, how much do you know about this, Foil? Do you want to kind of fill everybody in on what actually happened? So, allegedly... Right. And and part of this came out today, supposedly. This is this is the narrative. Um, these there were students over here on a student visa from Israel. They were a member of this. What is it? Shabbat group. OK. And, and that's the, that synagogue in New York. That's their headquarters. That's their official stuff right there. So apparently these students were this extremist faction of the Shabbat. OK. And they. The students started digging the tunnel, and apparently the elders somehow didn't know that for months there were tunnels being dug. And now it's being said that they actually hired migrants to come in and dig these tunnels for them, right? That they started out, and when I said Shalom Shank Redemption, I wasn't kidding. Uh, allegedly, they started out by literally carrying the, the, the soil out in their pockets and dumping it. Like, they started doing it by hand, and then they hired migrants supposedly, right, to dig these tunnels and the migrants were living down there supposedly um, and there is a children's museum across the street. Now, I, I don't know that the tunnel led to the children's museum, but I do think it's weird because we have those videos of the dudes crawling out of the grates and stuff, like coming out of the weirdest places um, but that, that when the elders found out about the tunnels the elders are the ones that called for the cement truck to come fill them in Okay, because they were destabilizing neighboring properties or whatever, and they were big mad that these students had started digging these tunnels in the first place. So the elders called to come fill this in with cement, and the students were actually trying to prevent them from filling in the holes, and they started rioting, and that's when the police came. Okay, this is this is the story that's being pushed now, 
right? The migrants were digging and down there living in and that the elders didn't know and they tried to fill it in. Um, and now that they've been caught and those kids have been arrested, the rioting ones in any case, um, the elders are no longer going to be sponsoring their visas and they're going to they're going to get deported. So that's where that's 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 the, the official story as of now. As you mentioned, there was some really weird stuff coming out of those tunnels, right? Small soiled mattresses. Uh, you can clearly see a high chair in one of the photos where you can see all the soil that they clearly were no longer carrying out in their pockets. That it was just kind of piled and there were high chairs and all kinds of weird stuff down there. Right. So there's a picture of one of the mattresses on the on the right. There's I watched this video. This guy is just like nonchalantly crawling yeah, up through this just, grate. Just came up, right? And then trying to hide his face and run away or whatever. Like but, like but not dirty at all. Like he's perfectly clean. Yeah, that was weird, right? So I mean I don't know, man. It's like there's a lot of videos of the underground right now. If you notice, like, uh, like it's like the trend online. People are going underground in their cities and through the street grades and they're filming everything. And I've been watching those videos and there's tunnels everywhere, everywhere. And who, and if they were to keep going, who knows what they would encounter? Um, they are sometimes running into other people down there. A lot of homeless people obviously make their homes down there. Oh, there's but a huge tunnel population tunnel people like right. that's a whole thing yeah oh yeah i know and we used to encounter them here in st louis in construction i bet we yeah i bet and and w one time they uh we thought one of the guys was dead so we called the fire department the fire department came and and just kind of kicked the guy with his foot like nudged to see if he would move and he popped up and scared the shit out of everybody <laughs> he wasn't dead he was just drunk um but wow but what I noticed is, so they're going underneath the streets and the sidewalks, and there's like these scaffolding systems that are holding up the sidewalks. It's people were walking on top of like the most unstable ground. It's it's these scaffolding rigged scaffolding systems, like stuff that would never be OSHA approved. Like, and we're just like relying on it to hold up half the damn city, and it's crazy to me. There's a video I saw on TikTok where in New York, a part of the sidewalk had cracked and the dude walks up to it and he stomps on it and it falls through and you can just, it just falls through and you can see right. it's completely hollow underneath. Right. Yeah. And if it's, it's on TikTok, it's clearly, you know, it's clearly true. So. Well, I mean, where else are we going to get any information? It's not like. I know. You know, it's like if right. and people use that as like this blanket argument like oh it's on the internet you know must be must be true but it's like okay but just because it's on the internet doesn't mean that it's not true either uh, you know how many right. things do you believe in that you can go find on the internet um right so what the else do we a got? lot more reliable place to find information than any of the mainstream institutions in my opinion right you're getting you're getting a very highly controlled stream of information through media education government right yeah but you can't believe everything you find on there either you gotta no. have some right right but i'm saying it's it's more it's oh, way, way much, more I open prefer it 100 you just gotta, you, you just gotta right. use high discernment and thoroughly do your due diligence well um, but you can find the truth on the internet rather than like you're not going to find the truth outside of things that things that are controlled like i just said and you know, what's interesting about that is Aaron and I were just interviewed on a Telegram channel last night, interdimensional something. 
and they asked us one of the questions from one of the ladies they wanted some advice for their children right now and parenting like um, well you know because all these kids are growing up into this crazy world and the, the thing that i think about i don't have kids but i told her i said that what i would tell my kid is do not believe everything you see on the internet like we i know we take it for granted but we're, if we're not reinforcing that and stressing that to our children like they don't know any different why would they think that like all this stuff is, is a lie you know they have no reason to believe otherwise so if I were to tell my my any parenting advice, like just make sure your kids know that what they see on the internet, like do not believe everything. No, you're absolutely right. They have no yeah. basis for comparison. They don't remember the before times. Right. Like we're the last, right. and I don't even know. I mean, Tyler, Aaron, I suppose you guys wrote it, but we're the last generation that are that's that that is going to remember what it was like before all of this. Yeah. After I'm this, it's done for. Right. I'm 36. So. Okay. Yeah. I so think- you. Let's should see. somewhat remember the before times i think i was about 11 years old when we got dial-up internet <laughs> right yeah we, we still have a reference we have a reference point of what life was like before mm-hmm. right and right. we're you know people don't know most and of my childhood anymore. most of my right. childhood there we did not have right. internet i had a yeah, couple went friends, outside right. and did stuff or if you wanted to find out information you had to know the dewey decimal system or whatever you had to actually <laughs> right. do some work right, right? that's right exactly hey, yeah, now what yeah. my favorite went to a library what a concept right. wow mm-hmm. and uh, there's a old jerry seinfeld comedy stand-up bit where he's talking about like how how people make friends how kids make friends now compared to when he was a kid he's like when i was a kid if there's kids in front of my house right now they're my friends that's it like that's that's a requirement they're in front of my house they're in front of my house in my yard on your bike right that's my friend you get in your 30s and you're like uh we're just not hiring right Right. Right. i'll give you an application right so i don't know if jessica is gonna make it um unfortunately but so i did blind i give her the i did task her with the blind target of the reverse coordinates which is that base in antarctica and she had no idea what she was remote viewing she got things um, like cold, dark, subdued, black, suspicious, melted, isolated, below, hiding, solitary, military operation, bunkers, underground, hidden in plain sight. These are the words that she was getting, mm-hmm. not knowing what the target was. I mean, that describes an Antarctica right. underground base. Right. And. And she she said that now that she knew what it was, she wanted to maybe do a front load, a front loaded remote viewing just to see like if she can really get some details. But I don't think she got around to it today. I was hoping she would be able to come on and share her uh, information about what she actually remote viewed at the Miami coordinates. But if you guys want that information, you can go over to Decrypted Huntress and watch her video that she just did with Barry Littleton. And they went over all those results I was really hoping she could join us tonight, but oh well, we had fun. Well, we'll put a link in the description after this airs to that um, to that episode, so you guys can check it out. So, Foil, you have—is uh, there anything else that you guys want to cover before we move on to the next segment? <laughs> no, man, we covered a lot today. There'll be plenty more this year, I'm sure. Um, oh, yeah. Okay, so. Sure. 
Uh, Foil has a couple trivia questions for us, and we're gonna have some fun. I do bringing this nice. out tonight. I do, right? Uh, I miss miss the trivia. We got to do that soon. She, okay, guys. so Golden Crisp just said, "Isn't she live now? She might still be live." Oh, um, which what might be Golden the reason. Crisp? Which might be the reason she's not here. <laughs> I don't know, uh, because she she was gonna try to keep it at an hour so she can hop on over here, but obviously they must be having fun over there uh, talking about things. So. Go over and check that out if they're still live. But anyway, oh yeah, so um that was another thing I wanted to bring up. Thank you. Check the ley line. So I do think that that location, obviously, I think it's a very specific location. Like it's not just a random place. Like who knows if there's a ley line intersection there in Miami where these right. things portal through. Like I just don't think that and not just the location, but also like let's just pretend somebody did organize this and plan this and they wanted them those aliens to pop into our reality in miami to maybe further along some agenda we don't know we have to also look at the date astrologically i wonder if there's any alignments like i wonder the significance of the date and the actual location the ley lines like i haven't done that research but i would be curious to know if anything if there's anything that stands out don't it's always the weirdness on the ley lines though like the energy there just makes it so much simpler for whatever it may bleed through just whatever so that wouldn't right. surprise me wouldn't surprise me at all yes jessica is still alive okay well well then hopefully um she'll have all the information over there obviously but i'm ready for some questions what do you got for all right her? all right i got you i got you uh what material did scientists recently observe as having the ability to heal itself? Okay. What material mm. did scientists observe as having the ability to heal itself? Was it A, rock, B, crystal, C, metal, or D, plastic? I'm going to go with B, crystal. I'm going to go with rock. Final answers? Yeah. See what the... Give it a second. I want to see what your what your group. I mean, says. crystal is a pretty much a given. Crystal, it's an organic material. It it grows. It's, it, it has grows. A consciousness. Right. I mean, it's basically right. like right. a plant. It it, it literally right. has a consciousness. Um. Right. So that but that would make the most sense. But I'm just gonna go with rock. But you're gonna deviate and go with rock. Is a rock? Yeah, a rock. B crystal, C metal, D plastic. A lot, of, seen a lot, lot of, of people bees. going with crystal. Yeah, crystal. Yep. I mean, that's the most obvious uh, to me. Sorry, guys. The answer is metal. Okay. What? Recently observed, right? Metal. Okay. And this, this, now this had my whole woo just blown out the water, right? Because so recently at Sandia National Laboratories, right? Texas AM University and Sandia National Laboratories working together found out that metal has the ability to heal itself. They observed a cracked piece of platinum fuse itself back together at the molecular level. Okay? Mm. Um, so immediately I'm thinking, like, I don't know if you remember on Conspiracy Trivia, Tyler, us talking about the gas robots, like the robots that could actually eat organic material to create energy. They didn't need the sun. They didn't need battery. So I'm, I'm imagining, right, these platinum robots that can eat cannibal you know eat people running around healing themselves we have no way to, to fight against this robot apocalypse right that's immediately where my mind grows now they say it's not quite as dramatic as that 
Okay, they're saying it was much smaller, uh, but 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 the finding is crazy. So this team of materials re researchers did these experiments to test the resilience of the platinum. It was the metal in question was forty nanometers thick, which is super thin, right? And and it was suspended in a vacuum. To be fair, okay. Uh, but they caused these microscopic breaks in the metal. They caught fatigue damage. Like maybe you'd see spacecraft going in and out of, of an atmosphere. You get fatigue damage, right? So they have these little nano cracks in them. Um, so they used an electron microscope. Uh, they tugged at the metal like 200 times a second, right? And, and it makes these little fatigue cracks. In any case, as they're watching, the damage begins to heal itself. Right. About 40 minutes into their observation, they saw the crack in the metal fuse and then started healing in other directions as well, which is crazy. Right. Now, the idea is that the crystalline structures in metal could rearrange themselves under stress and create this kind of like healing effect. They could really take this as far as material sciences goes. They could they could use this to do a lot of really cool things. I prefer the terrifying possibilities. I like to go there. But it could be a really cool, uh, you know, we could get some really good scientific developments from this. What in the yeah. graphene oxide AI takeover <laughs> are you talking about? <laughs> exactly. Right. <laughs> I swear I'm just imagining these platinum gastrobots like eating human flesh and running amok and we can't stop them. Like it'd make a great movie, I think. Uh, terrifying movie, but great movie, I think. Right. That's really interesting and not surprising. Uh it's actually not surprising. I, you know, I just listened to David Adair's interview when he was talking about uh, molding, molding metal in the vacuum of space with acoustic with frequencies and sound, and they were able to not only mold it but grow it. And they were it was transparent. They were able to come up with almost like a transparent type of aluminum that mm -hmm. was stronger than any metal on Earth. He said and, it was a thousand times stronger than titanium, ooh, which right. is the, which is the strongest known substance on our planet currently. But so, he said, and he said that this was in the, what the seventies or whenever he 70s. was, whenever yeah. he was developing this technology, and he said that's when NASA came and shut down the program. They're but like, he shut said, it down. But he said conceivably, he goes, they they could grow the metal, and he goes, when you hear these people talking about these ETs that grow their craft in space, he's like, it's not a theory. We were doing it, and mm -hmm. NASA shut us down. So that means that they didn't like they got shut down, but that went that project went somewhere else went and, black, and, went, and got, right. went black and got developed out. But they just he stopped. said, like, no, come on. yeah, the 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 craft can be grown in space and it can be an inch thick metal, but it would be transparent. It would literally be a metal, but transparent. And hmm. this I mean, but they can only grow it in the vacuum of space. And they had I don't know how they were able to recreate this in the lab, but um it's it was a real thing so it doesn't surprise me that metal can do things like that on its own like i don't we don't necessarily understand it no not at all not at all they're still figuring it out but yeah they're gonna i think that's i didn't i gotta find that you gotta send me a link to that yeah. i'd be oh you'll love you'll love it i'll send he's he mentions it a couple times but i'll send you two interviews where he talks about it it's pretty fascinating that sounds like it's right up my alley mm -hmm. yeah buddy all right, I got one more for you. One more for you. All right, right, bring it on. All right. According to the interview that Art Bell did with priest and Vatican exorcist Malachi Martin, what is the third secret of Fatima? 
I love the secrets. Like that's one of my little topics I love to talk about. Is it A that Russia would start World War Three? B that the last pope would be under Satan's control? C that there would be a great alien deception by world powers? Or D that there would be an assassination attempt on the pope? Wait, what was the second one about the pope? Okay, hold on. Let me go. I, according to the interview that Art, Be Art Bell did with Vatican exorcist Malachi Martin, what is the third secret of Fatima? Is it A, that Russia would start World War III, B, that the last pope would be under Satan's control, C, that there would be a great alien deception by world powers, or D, that there would be an assassination attempt on the pope? Man, all of the above? Right. I'm going right. to go with uh, C. C? All right, I'm going to go with C. Let's see. Let's see. Frightening me says A. You sure? Let's see. World War Three. So the answer is actually B, right? We're talking about what did Malachi Martin say? Not what is what is the commonly understood third secret of Fatima. It's B, that the last pope would be under Satan's control. Okay. So for those of you that don't know, and then this... I consider this a level of woo here, right? So the, the, the three secrets of Fatima. So in 19, between May 13th and October 13th of 1917, the, the Virgin Mary, Catholics, the mother of Jesus, right, appeared to these children, um, appeared to these children. And, and she told them these secrets, right? The first two secrets were calling for conversion and prayer. And including uh, included in the messages uh, was warning about a pending new war and the conversion of Russia, okay? Now, on October 13, 1917, she had they knew she was coming back on this date. So 30,000 people gathered to see this miracle that was promised to the children. And 30,000 people saw the sun dancing in the sky, okay? Take from that what you will. Right. This was a mass sighting. All right. Mm -hmm. um, so the first two secrets were revealed. Right. But the third secret was was supposed to, you know, the, the woman there were I think there was two boys and a little girl. The little girl eventually joined um, the Catholic Church. She was a nun and she had sworn the other two died. She swore she was never going to divulge the third secret. But before she died, she felt like she needed to pass it on. She wrote it down and gave it to the Pope. And the Pope was like, nobody's ever going to know this. We're never going to tell anybody this. This is top secret, classified Pope stuff. Okay. Nobody could know. Um, so her name was Sister Lucia. She, and so she, she did. She gave it to the Pope. And for the longest time, all we had was speculation. So Malachi Martin was working for the Vatican. And he gained access to the secret, right? And I mean, this guy, this is like, for those of you that love old Art Bell, right? He did seven interviews with this dude talking about, because he was like the go-to exorcist guy, right? He may, I, correct me if I'm wrong, but he may have even been the dude they based the book and the movie on, right? So he, he gained access to the secret and he swears up and down that the, that the third secret was actually that the last Pope was going to be under the control of Satan. I mean, that's what we're witnessing. Are we right? I was right. feeling like that might be a little long, although a lot of people do think it's the World War, you know, the the, the 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 World War thing and the Russia thing, because Russia was a big part of the first two secrets. Right. I yeah. mean, I don't know how you know all that, but thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it doesn't surprise me at all. And that was actually going to be my first guest. And I'm not just saying that. I really, I mean, it's pretty apparent to me that that's what's happening right now. This Pope has done many questionable things. Right. 
right? Um, not not that I'm giving all the popes a pass. Like, listen, right. I was raised Catholic, right? I, 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 the the pope thing, though, I don't right. know if I can uh I can rock with that. Right. Well, thank you for those questions, oh, yeah. and I I definitely learned something. So. Um, before we wrap this up, I just want to go over a few things, uh, remind everybody that uh, we just put a poll on YouTube today for our Patreon, the next webinar. Um, if you guys, we just, we figured we would let you guys decide what you want to see next. So if you haven't gone over and voted, go over and vote. It's in under a community post. And um, right now, surprisingly, the QAnon webinar is winning, but <laughs> Yeah. We, I, I wasn't even going to make that an option, but apparently that's most people want to know about that. So I, I have no, we have no problem deep diving and going back to day one and, and breaking that down for everybody who doesn't know and wasn't around for it in real time because, or wasn't at least paying attention in real time, but we don't know the music industry, I think was a second close runner. Um, everything is a lie and we can prove it, which we might change the title to we've been lied to and we can prove it because we can't right. prove that everything's a lie. Right. Can't, can we though? Right. We're, I mean, maybe. Um, but if you guys haven't maybe. signed up for our Patreon, so we do bi-monthly webinars, and the last one we did was Tartaria, which was three and a half hours long, and we're gonna condense it down a little bit and eventually upload it uh, to our main channel. Uh, you know, just uh, edit out all the dead space and stuff, and make it as digestible as possible, and then that will be available to the public. But um, right now for all the Patreon subscribers, go watch the, the Tartaria webinar and Aaron created an amazing index. So as soon as you get on Patreon, it has everything categorized. Uh, I mean, it is an extensive library. Um, we're not just putting our stuff on there. You know, we put all the stuff that's been deleted from YouTube, uh, all of our conferences, um, every presentation from both conferences and a lot of rare interviews that have, you know, more or less been scrubbed from YouTube primarily. Some of them, well, a lot of them are still on the internet, but they're not always easy to find. Um, and, You're not going to find them if you don't know where to look type of right, stuff. Right. Yeah. And, um, but some of them, uh, I don't even think are on the internet. Some of them aren't on the internet anymore. And, uh, or some are just very hard to find. Um like that anonymous whistleblower, I don't think is that even on the internet. The the uh well, yeah, it was. It was actually came from somebody who shared it on Twitter, but I don't even like I just snagged it because I know how those things come. And I go. tried looking for that, I could not find that yeah. on any and that's YouTube that's Rumble just it. Thing. When you that's so that's what I that's what we're doing also with the Patreon. So when we find these very rare old interviews and things like that, um, we'll just download them. And they're put. They're going on a hard hard drive. They're going on Patreon. So nice. <clears throat> because you're not, if you're not searching for them, they're not going to pop up in the algorithm. People are never going to know about them. It's like the modern day book burning. They want people to forget about them. They want them to get lost in the wind. Right. So uh, we're also doing that on Patreon. And um, this and is I'm gonna uh, first time announcing this, but I'm gonna start making some little bonus videos. Uh, I'm gonna do some Ooh. book review, book review videos, and like documentary review videos, and whatever else I feel like doing. So, oh, nice. See, I didn't be... even know. Yeah, see, <laughs> I didn't even go. tell you this yet. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that look out for that if you guys are on Patreon or if you sign up, be on and the lookout for those. It's only five dollars a month or fifty five dollars a year. And that link is below. And we, you know, we 
literally can't you guys you know are the reason we even can do all this stuff so we appreciate all the loyal supporters thank you so much for everyone thank who's you so much who's been thank supporting us along the way um the webinars literally take i i don't even know the amount of hours it takes to research and compile those it's exhausting it's of, actually it's a lot, it's a lot of, work. of work um but it pays off and, and it's actually you know it's we're passionate about it so we really appreciate everybody uh, who supports us. Your last moon trailer was amazing. Um, oh, yeah, you. the moon video, that was something that I just got tired of people, you know, all the, everyone's screaming from the rooftops, you know, oh, the moon landing was fake and we've never been <laughs> to space. Well, I mean, yeah, the the footage, obviously, if you right, watch the, the footage was fake. If you watch the video, it, it kind of tells a story and explains itself. We won't go into all of it here, but if you haven't and you're very interested to know um yeah uh, the untold story of the moon landing go check that out and what else let's go through a few of our affiliates that we don't ever get to talk about we're always promoting hopewell farm cbd which we highly recommend as always you get 10 percent off all their products with promo code uh jtt new actually 15 percent off right now jtt new that link is below and uh it's incredible cbd we love them um, but I'm sure you guys are tired of us talking about that. But what we haven't promoted in a while is the Omnia Radiation Balancer, which I have here on my microphone, I have them on all on my computer, on my phone. And for those of you guys who don't know what that is, it's it's not an EMF blocker. What it does is it harmonizes, it balances the frequency that's coming in. So it creates a harmony and a resonance that is actually almost beneficial for you it doesn't it doesn't just block it but it's actually it it has almost healing abilities in some ways yeah right it goes from being a negative impact on your body to actually a positive uh which is huge so it's you know it's great the blockers are great it's just blocking it so you're not getting it but this is actually almost even a step above that where it's actually like you just said it's almost turns into a beneficial frequency right and it's yeah. and it's a type of like Nikola Tesla scalar type of technology. Mm -hmm. It looks very insignificant. It um, looks like a yeah a sticker. Right. You would never know. But um, we've had Tim Sanders on a few times in the past, and, and actually he agreed to come back on again. And we're really going to get into some of the science behind this. And mm -hmm. I did have Ken Rolla look at this while I was at ESETI, and and he verified it. It's a type of a scalar technology. And uh, a lot of people, they have pendants now and stuff, but you get 10% off all their products with promo code TRUTH, all caps. That link is below as well. And um, they're really doing some amazing stuff. You can follow Omnia on Instagram. They're always putting some shorts up and, uh, you know, showing the technology, how it works, you know, what the human body does. You know, they muscle test everything. So blood tests, muscle tests, uh, all kinds. They've done all kinds of tests. They have... They show the tests uh, on their website. If you go check it out, um, right. you can see it for yourself. And I mean, firsthand testimonies oh. from people, testimonials um, from people. Tyler, Jessica, you said yourself, you, your headaches went away when you started, when you put it on your yeah, phone for the yeah, first Yeah, so time. I will give this testimony. I, um, Whenever Tim first reached out to us, he was like, hey, you know, he, he sent us these products and we had no idea what they were. So I put them on my Wi-Fi router, put them on everything. And prior to that, I was having chronic migraine headaches. Like it was really bad. Uh, nothing was working anymore. I, I would lose sleepover. I would get nauseous migraines. Whoever has migraines, you know what I'm talking about. So it wasn't until like a week later 
or a few days later, after I put all those on, on the patches on my devices, where I was like, wait a minute, I haven't had a headache in a couple of days. And then I connected the dots. I'm like, I wonder if it's from those patches. And I'm like, yeah, that. So I looked back and like, so they basically stopped the day that right. I that I put these mm -hmm. patches on all my devices in my home. And I'm not the only one with that testimony. I just recently read another testimonial of somebody having the exact same experience. Mm -hmm. Jessica Jones just entered the waiting room. Oh, uh, <laughs> do we have time? I have time. If I got if time. You, you got time, Loyal? Are you good, Loyal? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Yay. But that is a great testimony for the the patch. Guys, if you're looking for something like that, um, I would recommend it. It, it literally saved me. Uh, it's it, I did, I, it never legit. occurred to me that my headaches were from the EMF, the the, the electromagnetic. Right. I get them all the time. Right. I wonder if it would help. I've now now Probably. you got me curious because I've been having the same problem. Right. You right. Know, I'm and constantly in front of these, patches. Right. So and then we have uh, like whenever I used to sit here, there's all sorts of devices around me right now. It felt like my blood was boiling. So I put these on everything and it's just like. Like you can just feel it mm -hmm. uh, calm down. So, and uh, there's other things that help organize is huge. Yeah, I have Yvonda's little uh, stuffs all over now that yeah. seem to have helped. All right, guy, helps a lot. So, um, sorry about the false ending, guys, but uh, <laughs> we sorry, lied. Guys. False ending. Right. right so, uh, Jessica is should be hopping on here in a sec, coming in. And then the last one while she's coming on is Merlin's lab. Um, he doesn't, he makes so much more than just these pyramids, but uh, he is going to be a speaker. Mason Fury is actually going to be one of the speakers at our conference this year. And he was a vendor last year and everyone loved this product. He's a wealth of information and he makes some very unique products, but you can get, uh, I forgot, 10 or 15% off. <laughs> Whatever all, it is, <laughs> all of his products with promo code something that's in the. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're the worst promoters ever. <laughs> Wait, let's look. I'll tell you right now. Something. It's all in the description. It is um, promo code Journey to Truth, all caps. You get ten percent oh, off. So he doesn't. That. So actually, what I do recommend is he makes his own colloidal silver. It's homemade. Mm. He makes it himself, and he he gifted us some to try, and it's excellent. It's not like the stuff you buy in the store. And I don't know the science behind what he's doing, but uh, mm -hmm. I would, if anything, go try some of his colloidal silver. Uh, you get 10% uh, off promo code journey to truth, all caps, Merlin's lab. That link is in the description. All right, Jessica. Hi, Jessica. Hello, I everybody. I didn't know that we, were, we were about to wrap up. I didn't expect you to hop on over here, so. Oh, well, I had to make my, uh, my late entrance. I'm sorry. Hey, it's I'm so sorry. We no. have a crowd tonight over on my channel. Uh, Barry, Barry Littleton was on with me, and uh, and we were going over my remote viewing data. Uh, I had been assigned some targets over these mall aliens. Okay, and um, and so we were just um, we were going over that. So I'm sorry, I was just fashionably late tonight. So I know you just went over all of it, but for our, our audience who missed it, <laughs> what what were your results on the actual? So Barry gave you the blind target of the Miami Mall, and you didn't know what you were remote viewing. It wasn't front loaded, right? Uh, no, I do. I do uh, coordinate remote viewing, which is where I am given 
a set of coordinates. It's a set of numbers. Uh, for each target, I get eight numbers. And uh, and so for the first target, okay, so we I did, I think there were two, there were two different targets involved in the what we went over tonight. But on one of those targets, I went into it three different times, got deeper and deeper into the target. <clears throat> and um, the first one, <clears throat> excuse me, the first one was the mall, the incident at the mall. And uh, <clears throat> man, I've been talking too much tonight, apparently. But uh, the first one was the mall incident. And um, okay, so long story short, in a nutshell, I did pick up, uh, I was picking up on holograms. Okay, holograms. Um, okay, you know, when, you, when you're remote viewing, you, you don't know what you're looking at. And so I was trying to like make sense of what I was seeing. And I, and I was absolutely 100% in a shopping mall. Okay, that is actually in the data. In a shopping mall, I was smelling cookies like I was at the mall, like at the cookie store. <laughs> Y'all know what I'm talking about. Right. Um, oh, yeah. And so we, uh, but but I was there, I was seeing something that was staged, almost like something was on stage. I actually wrote down the Tupac hologram. <laughs> okay. So if you guys know, uh, if you're familiar with, um, there was a time where I think Tupac, the rapper, was yeah. up on stage after he had passed away. Um, they had him up there as a hologram. And so I, you know, your brain... I write down what I know. And so that's kind of what I was seeing was just holograms and stuff. So uh, we can, we pretty much concluded through the data. There was a whole bunch more data. We pretty much concluded that it was some sort of a hologram kind of event. And, um, and I'm just, I'm just going to put it out there. I, I don't think it was actual aliens. Okay. According to the data. Um, but uh, Barry had given me some, a target that I did the three, the three tries on and uh that was some sort of virtual, it was, what do you call it? Uh, virtual reality scenario technology. Okay, something out of a, a alien spacecraft that he had actually been on and had been shown. And uh, and I remote viewed that. It was a whole bunch of AI stuff. He connected all that. It's all connected to what was going on because the technology that I was remote viewing was actually the same technology that was used at the mall, we do believe. Interesting. Okay. So... Mm -hmm. So it's very likely, I mean, we we kind of came to the conclusion that maybe it really was a portal and maybe we were seeing some sort of bleed through, but obviously we didn't know and I hadn't heard your data yet. So that's interesting and I'm not surprised uh, at all. It, like it could very easily be that. And I know you're very credible remote viewers. So, um, and, and obviously that's one of the big theories, right? The blue beam technology, uh, regardless regardless it's still impressive that they're like able to pull that off and you know maybe it's a maybe they're testing the technology to see the crowd response and you know without the police knowing without anybody knowing they're going to see how everybody law enforcement how everybody responds in a mm. situation where it appears a portal opens and some beings come out and i don't know yeah, maybe that, maybe it was a test right right that's a good point this is only a test. Well, that's what I said right off the bat. I thought it was some sort of interagency operation. Like I just felt like that's what I thought at first, but then I was like, I don't know, maybe but not. I was like, well, if it was a, I'm like thinking the media would be in on it. If it was a Matt, one of the mass fear psops that's supposed to be, everyone's supposed to be afraid. They're, but maybe the media, like, oh my God, you know, maybe the media wasn't in on it. Maybe they, right. like, maybe, maybe this they weren't was done unbeknownst to everyone by maybe some clandestine was. shadow group. 
Right. Um, I got to tell you all something. What's that? Okay. So I got to tell you something. This is interesting that you're talking about that because for whatever reason, Project Mockingbird was in my data. Really? Yeah. For, for the, for the target. Actually, I think it was for the mall target. Yeah. What was going on in the mall? Uh, I picked up on, I actually have written in that data. This is a blind target. I have written down um, CIA Project Mockingbird. And I can't remember. Oh, NWO is in my data too. Oh yeah. Um, of course. But that that's in my data. Um, so that was the very last thing. I think that's when I shut the the target down after a few pages of data and a bunch of bunch of I got a ton of data on it. Um, but but yeah, that was that was included in that target. So but you know, ultimately remote viewing data is remote viewing data. Okay. Uh it's not the end all be all. Uh it's just what what came out of those numbers that I was given. So and then right right of course and so i tasked you with the reverse coordinates which you didn't know where what you were looking at and i kind of read over some of your uh results earlier because i didn't know if you were if you were going to hop on or not but i mean i think you nailed that target as far as like i mean you described the antarctic underground perfectly in in your data and i don't know if you wanted to expand on that yeah, well, I got to tell you something that was really interesting about this target is that, you know, I'm left to kind of go over it after I get done not knowing what these are. I'm, I'm analyzing the data, kind of putting out like the emanations and stuff like what what is this? OK, like what was I looking at? And Tyler, I got to say on this target, I actually when I came out of this target and I was looking at the data, I thought, OK, I'm either in Miami. I'm not Miami, Maui. I was thinking I was like underground in Hawaii or Maui. Okay. That's right. Or, or Antarctica. Okay. So I know those are two totally opposite places, but I was like, okay, I'm either in Antarctica or I'm in Maui. Okay. And it turned out I was in Antarctica. So um, I also was, after the target was over, I kept hearing, like, as I was analyzing, I kept hearing new Schwabia or Swabia or something like that. I kept hearing that <laughs> over and over again. New Schwabia. So, yeah. New that's Antarctica. Yeah, Antarctica. Yep. Okay, so I was hearing that. So that totally makes sense. But I was picking up on like do like directed energy weapons and things like that. Um, I don't know a whole lot about Antarctica. I did I did a show on Antarctica, but I was just kind of talking about Antarctica with with a friend of mine. And um, and so I'm, I don't know a whole lot about the underground military stuff going on over there. But I thought I think that's really interesting that they had coordinates that you switch them up and it's the inversion, basically. Antarctica um, right, right. It, it's it's really odd it's very suspicious yeah to me is. that is that is very suspicious that was actually one of your words um hiding in plain sight <laughs> cool I mean yep. and you had one of your words is melted and it's been described mm -hmm. on you know the ice actually the reason the tunnels were created is because the ice is being melted from underneath and the, the caverns that are there that have been occupied were created through melting so that was interesting and I mean, obviously you have a couple pages of data, but some of your information, like it just clearly, it seems that you're, you were describing some sort of military facility, in my opinion. Yes, absolutely. And, you know, and I actually was contacted today by someone who was telling me that there's not supposed to be a base there. Okay. And if the ones that's, the ones that are known about, I think there's one that's like, I think it's, he either said five, 500 or 50, I think it's 500 miles away. Uh, there's like a British installation or something uh, from those coordinates. Okay. Uh, so there should, there's not supposed to be anything there. 
But what did you but there find? Seems to be something there. Oh, sorry, what did you? Didn't you find something foil? About there was this? something that, yeah, I like I said, it was it, it's not it wasn't anywhere near McMurdo, but at that location, there were people. I mean, there were just a small installation, like a few little t tents or something that could easily cover an entrance to like a lower enclosure or something to that effect. Um, and it's it's funny because you, Jessica, you mentioned like you got like energy weapons when you were doing your. So we recently had a. Uh, really credible whistleblower come out and i want to say maybe greer found him but then he made the whole circuit but it was just a technician that was working in antarctica that was talking about how they had these this the energy project down there and the thing could be used to create all kinds of ruckus right. everywhere else you remember that you're talking about eric hecker it, yeah, yeah that sounds right yes yeah. right yeah we know yeah. him yeah <laughs> yeah he he was yeah, actually eric. yeah he he definitely yeah he's yeah, on the show we've had him on right. the show before but, did but he you? did. Okay. Okay. He did yeah, he did say new, the, the neutrino detector, the neutrino mm -hmm. ice cube detector, and uh, he said it can be a. It's he believes it's a communications device for space programs, uh, direct energy weapons that can create earthquakes with it, mm -hmm. and so yeah. I mean that's McMurdo though. Like that was at that McMurdo. was at McMurdo. Yeah. Well, well, whatever was there were just small structures. Right. Yeah, but I mean, obviously, there's more than one. McMurdo, yeah, there's there's right? numerous like, little installations in different yeah. places on on the continent well, down there. Yeah, Eric Eric says he was at he calls it the South Pole Station, so that would be the South Pole, right? Isn't that what Eric Hecker? Oh, maybe maybe South I Pole Station. No, I it's it South Pole Station. No, it's not McMurdo. Uh, um, so he was at the South Pole, actually. Right. Well, um, interesting. Um, either way, but we, that's, yeah, that's corroborating testimony right there. Right. Of, right. Of your data. Um, so what else yeah. is new in your world? Me? <laughs> oh man. Uh, just, I mean, I've been doing a lot of remote viewing. It seems like, <laughs> but it's, uh, just, you know, trying to solve the mysteries of the world and the universe. That's all. Uh, not too much more. Um, other than that, just staying busy. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, you got to send me more targets, Tyler. You send me the best targets, so thank you. <laughs> I mean, I've only sent you two so far, but uh, and they're the best. Well, I, I don't want it like I I don't want it like you're not like a party trick to me or something. I'm not just gonna, <laughs> right like just like start sending all this stuff. I don't want to respect your time. Oh stuff. no! So well, unless you know I have. I don't take targets from any, just anybody usually. And, uh, and so, but I, I did, I do trust, I do trust you. And, uh, and I think that just like with Barry, Barry sends me targets uh, pretty often. And, uh, and I think it's important because if I've got these abilities to know how to do this and I've been trained in it, let's, let's do, just do it. You know, right. yeah, yeah. Um, I'm, that's what I'm here for. Right. And but I, I just don't want to like, if, unless I have something I actually want to know about, like, I, I'm sure I could sit here and just make a whole list of places to send you, uh, which I might do now because you're asking me. But, <laughs> yeah, well, you, um, I'll do it when I get time, but I'll right. do it. OK, I'll do it because right. I, I do this for fun. I don't I don't do it because I have to. I do it because I right. want to. Right. Yeah. Well, that's great. Um, well, thank you for hopping on so late. I know you've just been on the show for two hours and you're probably exhausted. <laughs> so, and, uh, you know, we're getting ready to wrap this up here, but thank you for coming on and sharing all that. And uh, I think it was a perfect way to end. And uh, I hope you're having a great new year already. And I hope everyone's uh, having an amazing year. We've got no shortage of woo already. Nope. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 2024, starting with the bang. Right. <laughs> with the woo.
I mean, if it's a sign of strong, if it's a sign of things to come, like who knows? Like nothing's off the table. Nothing is off the table. And it's an election year. It's just going to be ruckus all year. I'm excited to see it. Oh my god, the election (laughs) year. Yeah, right. So that was something. This is just this. So that was something. Actually, one last thing. Um, what's that guy's name? I, I was trying to have you look up earlier, Foil Benny, or uh, that the that fo- the right wing extremist. Oh, Benny Johnson. Yeah, Benny Johnson. So allegedly, on one of his recent interviews, they were talking about the Miami Mall, and he said in the interview that Trump tweeted out or truthed out or something, or replied to somebody's comment or and he, something along the lines of. Why don't you tell them what really happened in Miami? But we were not able to verify that at all. It's in the interview, but we are not able to verify it anywhere on social media that he actually said that. So we didn't, you know, I didn't want to cover it. But I was like, if we can find that, that would be very interesting. Um, But that never happened. So um, anyway, I think we're going to go ahead and wrap this up unless you guys have something else to say. It's been a pleasure as always, sirs. Thank it was you nice so much. Seeing you, Jessica. Well, first yeah. of all, thank you for letting me come on. This is awesome. Yeah. Well, yeah. Foyle, you. Jessica <laughs> and Foyle, let the audience know how they can find you, where they can follow you, and all that jazz. Okay. Well, you guys can find me at thecryptedhuntress.com. Uh, and also I have a really cool YouTube channel called The Cryptid Huntress. Uh, where I have live shows throughout the week. And then I'm on Spaced Out Radio every Saturday night. Or not Saturday, y'all. I quit Saturdays. I'm on there Sundays, okay? I didn't quit. I just I just do Sundays now. <laughs> and uh, and so that's 10 p.m. Eastern every Sunday night on Spaced Out Radio. So thank you. And Foyle, are, are you doing anything? Are you active at all on your channel? Uh, I do plan on coming back. It's loyal to the Foyle, guys. You already know. Uh, YouTube, Foxhole, Rockfin. You can find me there. I'm on Twitter at Foyle, the, uh, and I do post on there periodically. But yes, I will be making my grand return at some point. Just taking a little break. I mean, you're a great researcher <laughs> and your videos were good. I, Thanks. I remember when your first video came out, it like just took off. It went. How many? Oh, that views? was crazy. Like yeah, what that was, was like crazy. Eighty thousand views. Right yeah. Um, yeah. Like yeah. And then they. And then they just like put the brakes on our channel. They, they sure just did. shut the door, and then you were getting like nothing after that, and it was so sad to see. But I mean, you're you're such an excellent researcher, and your videos are good. And well, I thanks. hope that library is still on your channel. Oh yeah, I haven't yeah. taken anything down. It's all yeah. there. But I mean, I would encourage you to keep going and find another platform, you know, because you have some great informations and uh, we, we all appreciate that. Well, thanks. Okay, guys. Good night. We love you. We can't do this without you. And come to our conference. Come hang out with us in, in May, May 13th through the 16th, Grafton, Illinois, rebelsofdisclosure.com. Get your tickets. If you can't make it in person, grab a live stream pass and join us virtually. We hope to see you all there. We love you and good night. Good night, guys.